0: This is the Good Things Guy podcast with myself, Brendan DeCue, South Africa's very own Good Things Guy. I'm on a mission to change what the world pays attention to. I truly believe that there's good news all around us, and I spend my time hunting down and reporting on the best good news stories from South Africa and the world. In the Good Things Guy podcast, you'll meet these everyday heroes and hear their incredible stories. John Senori is a name that you might not be familiar with, but I am. A couple of months ago I got invited to this incredible concert by a very good friend of mine and this kid got up on stage and he sang and he left me with goosebumps and and tears and a big lump in my throat and um, the song was called it's the long road that leads us home not the actual name of the song but the chorus is "The long road that leads us home and I felt like this was such an incredible incredible song a song about perseverance hope strength staying true to your journey
1: they will talk about have done, and their lives will never be the same. Cause we walked the long road every day. Yeah, yeah.
0: That was a song that was on stage featured, and John sang it then uh, with the background of the, the group that he was performing with. And now it's a live song that's available on iTunes. I have him in studio on the Good Things Guy jackpot. I feel like I'm meeting a rock star. I've seen him on stage, I've heard him sing, I'm in awe of this kid's talent and I'm calling him a kid which is so condescending but he's young and he's incredibly talented and I promise you when you hear this song you'll understand what I'm talking about John it's incredible to have you in studio
1: Thank you so much for having me I'm so excited to be here
0: Happy to have you back Thank you. um with your new track Yes uh, you are releasing <laughs> tracks like you're on fire
1: <laughs> Taking it slow, though. We
0: have to. Taking it slow. He's, yeah. uh, he's talking absolute BS. This is his <laughs> second single that he's released in just a couple of months. John, before we get into you and this music industry and and the the singles that you are releasing, and hopefully I'm going to get my listeners to pause the podcast so they can mm. go listen to the track Jack. that we've Im- embedded at the bottom here.
1: Come
0: on. Um, how, how did this all come about? Are you, You're not originally from South Africa, are you?
1: No, no. Okay, so, so where did you grow up? I'm actually from Lesotho. It's a country inside of... South Africa, funny enough. <laughs> I know, I've been there. I've been um, there. But I moved to Johannesburg in twenty fifteen. Yeah, end of twenty fourteen, like sort of starting twenty fifteen. And yeah, I've been here since then, but originally I'm from Lesotho. But I grew up in and around South Africa. Like, primary school, I was in Bloemfontein, and then I went to Lady Brand at some point, and then I was in KZN at some point.
0: I kind of feel so, like even though Lesotho is a different country, it's still very much we're one. Like, yeah, like, you definitely. just you, you don't even drive through a passport control. You literally just drive. I didn't. Well, you do. You, you do. Do, do like you really? This when, I went, when I went to Lesotho, I drove straight in. No, <laughs> really? No one asked me for well, anything.
1: I mean,. No. <laughs> 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 um
0: but I do. I feel like we're all we're all pretty much the same. It's not yeah. that it's not that very much difference. D- have you always wanted to get into music?
1: Oh, it, it's been a process getting to a point where I'm like, okay, this is this is it for real. Because I've also kind of needed a bit of reassurance that this is the right thing that I'm doing because I've always been like very I think a lot about what I'm doing and why I'm doing it. Like when in high school I I The reason why I went to so many different schools is because at every single school there would be a problem. Because be, I wouldn't be okay being there for some reason and that would cause an issue. So everything had to like make sense and how I fell into music, because I, I say I fell into music because when I moved to Johannesburg in 2015, I had no idea what I was going to do. I was just like, I want to be in Joburg because I don't I want to be in Lesotho because nothing's happening for me there. Um, had, so, you been,
0: had you been to Joburg before? Had you been to Joburg before while you were in Lesotho or was your idea of Johannesburg literally that,
1: an idea? It was like, I just need to go somewhere that's not Lesotho. Of, okay. And my cousin was like, he's moving to um, uh, Centurion to stay there. And I was like, ah, oh, I'll go with. So I came here with no intent of like, cause, and my parents sent me to school once I was here. And that also failed because it was like also a case of like, it didn't feel, Right. why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? And then. A friend of mine then called me like towards the end of 2015 when my parents were like... And I how think. old
0: were you at that time? I was 17. A 17-year-old. The problem with 17-year-olds <laughs> is they think they know it all yeah. and they're only just starting. <laughs> it's, one of the, it's one of the biggest no, I challenges. I
1: did. I did. I did think I know. I, I did think that... Uh, you knew it, knew it all. all. Shame.
0: Shame. Poor I remember guy. that guy.
1: <laughs> Poor guy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so now you're at the end of this year. You're in Johannesburg. How did music, how did you fall into music?
1: So what happened was I got a phone call from a friend of mine, Sio, And she she asked me if I still sang. And I was like, uh, yeah, every now and then. In the shower. Was, yeah, yeah. It was never something I took seriously. <laughs> like growing up, there would be signals. People would say stuff to me, but I wouldn't. It never made sense to me Like there was a time Where my uncle said Oh John you should just Go be a pop star And I was like What? What am I supposed to do With that information? And then When she called me And asked me To audition for the show It was at a point Where I didn't have Anything else That I could say I was in Johannesburg for It was either that Or I was going home and so I was like, Ah, let me try then. Let me try this singing thing. So I sent through an audition video of me singing this John Legend song, Ordinary People. Oh, good song. Uh, oh man. <laughs> um, you know, scruffy and Was this. it was
0: it nerve wracking to send that audition? Did you did you understand and maybe you still don't, so this might be a, mm. a bit of a ridiculous question, but did you understand how good you are?
1: No. That or uh, what I knew was that voice that voice note or that video was the deciding factor of whether or not I go home and my life turns to nothing. I knew that I needed to make this. That's all I had in my mind. I didn't care how good I was. I didn't care whether I could you sing like, or not. This is like, it. This is this is the I'm final just thing. Do this, and however it comes out, whatever. And they sending me an email. They're like, "Oh, uh, we love you. Uh, we've got um, how do they say it? You've got an official audition where you can come to the studio and we can audition you for the show. And the show was uh, born to perform. Born to perform. Yes. Um, That amazing platform there (laughs) (laughs) And so what happened was I went into studio With my family actually It was my sister and her husband And two of my cousins And I sang the song And what I remember from that day was Gemma who was my principal She was standing on the side looking at me while she was auditioning me And Matt was filming the thing And Gemma was crying at the end of the song And Matt was smiling Like jumping And I was like that was the first time that I went, oh, this could work. Yeah. And so it gave me a bit of confidence to go, okay, all right, all right, all right, all right, And then she did um, the most amazing thing by giving me a 100% scholarship for the first year in 2016. Um, and so I was thrown in the deep end with all these like Sorry, incredible... I, need,
0: I need to take a step back. So the yeah, show yeah. is called Born to Perform, but yes. where was the scholarship for?
1: The sco- so how it happened was I got accepted into the show Born to Perform. And the school is run by Jim, so Bonto Perform is a platform for young performers. Yes, and the school is run by Jim, and they. And is it like a, of, is
0: it like an art school? Is it? it a singing is. Yeah,
1: it's like when you go there, some of the people you like. If you're not. A part of that circle You think that Those people are crazy But yeah. when you're in there You're like Everyone is creative And it's the most Beautiful thing to
0: Is it like Glee on steroids Do people just walk around Singing Is, it, is that what it is yeah, That's in my mind tent. I kind of feel like They just walk around Dancing and singing oh God, and It's intense
1: sometimes Because also They don't have to be singing For you to know It's an art school They could just be talking And go Yo <laughs> yeah, There's drama here <laughs> It's a school for real But that's what makes it beautiful Because so many stories Come out of it You know And I really enjoyed my time So Born to Perform is a platform for young performers And Stageworks is a school for performing arts um, children And what happened was, after the audition She said to me that, you're in the show And then she said, we'd also like to offer you the 100% scholarship Which for me was like, oh I think I cried that night going home Because I went home with something to tell my mother For Hmm? the first time I think it's
0: called purpose
1: You know, yeah, yeah Purpose It, It was like it was it, it felt like oh man there's something that I can I can actually do that people are telling me yo you can do this and when I told my mom she she wasn't well the first time she wasn't like convinced she was like i oh, will see and when we performed long road at the first one to perform now i've got no, that video i um, got that video the second one yeah when we performed it there and she was there as well that was that was the decided fact. That's when she was like, Yo, I'm with you entirely now. I could see that you've been working at this. And that was when I was like, Okay, let's go full force now.
0: So there's a there's a if you speak to a lot of people who have gone on a journey, there's certain um parts of their life that they can look back and go, That was a definite thing that changed my life completely. Yeah. This would be one of those things, right?
1: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I don't know what I would do if it wasn't for this. Stageworks, mm-hmm. Works, to Perform, that phone call that I got from CEO. Um, yeah, but
0: you, I mean, you sent in that. If, if you'd never got that, you would have, it, w- it wouldn't have been on this path. Yeah. Um, Tell me about the song, right? So we, we, we're we going to get into your other song that you released, but mm-hmm. this song has been around for a long time.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's, we've been cooking in this song f- since 2017, 2017.
0: 2017. Did you write yeah. the song?
1: So we wrote it with Matt, Matt Marinas, and how that happened was actually it came from a conversation of us talking about the purpose like the idea of why you're doing things you know i was at a point where i was surrounded by so many artists as well that were doing so many incredible things where i looked at them and i was like i don't know how i'm going to do that and that created a lot of pressure on me and it made me feel like i wasn't good enough it still happens today but i know how to manage it now but it was it 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 came from a place of like not wanting to To give in to the pressures of being like every other artist, you know, and producing the same kind of material and pushing for the same kind of thing, which is a lot of the time, it's it's most of the material stuff. And for me, it became deeper than that because I found my purpose in doing this and it felt like a responsibility to try to help someone else to do that. And I needed to do that in the most... Like I didn't want to say it deliberately, yo, don't go do this, but I wanted to say it in a way that could be universal to everyone.
0: Well it is because you, you talk about this this fact that it's the long road that leads us home. It's not always easy. No and, and generally um when we wanna to get to an end point, it is gonna take a long time. And maybe your long road—it may have started this turning point when you were seventeen, and you you handed in that video and it changed your life. But actually, the road that you were on started on day dot. It's yeah. when you were zero. It's it's your it's your youth. It's your formative years. i um, getting to that final point when you got accepted to both the show and to the school. And now you're telling me that there were even struggles in that—that that you still had to find yourself within that realm. Yeah.
1: Definitely. Um.
0: So the long road is is really a long road. And and I heard the song the first time it was uh, born to perform last year, 2019. And I'd never heard of you before. And um, you came on stage and you sang. And I was with my kids and we all just looked at each other. We were like, you, you are, and I hate saying this because I never want to give you an ego or make you turn into someone who you shouldn't be. But you're incredibly talented. And that song, whoever helped you write it or who you collaborated with to put those words into being, I could feel the passion behind them. And the song is inspirational and incredibly sad at the same time. Yeah. It's like you've you've gone through a lot of trials and tribulations to be where you are now. And the fact that the song has now come to life and will be featured on radio, and people can download it onto their phones yes. and listen to it in their cars. That's it is... Well, I think it's beautiful because I, I have been listening to the song every day since it was released. Thank you, um, I think it's just, it's a beautiful, beautiful song. I hope it goes global. I hope like some superstar finds it and <laughs> they're it? like,
1: this is a good yeah, song. Yeah, please. Song. I don't know. Did you see? It? Let that manifest.
0: I'm manifesting that right now. <laughs> did you see that video? Do you know Maggie Rogers? Maggie Rogers I'm going to play you a song from her when we're done with the show right. but Maggie Rogers was in a varsity in New York quite young varsity in New York and she'd given up on music she'd gone through this whole experience where she grew up with folk music and she was sort of I don't know in the middle of America she, she like had the influence of folk music and she gave up on it for whatever reason and then she went to Europe and she found like a trancey vibe yeah. whatever that was mm. um, on this trip that she went on and she fell in, lo- in love with music again so she came back and she applied to go to college in new york and she started making music again and the one day for whatever reason pharrell williams was invited to her college to critique their work i know you're shaking your head you're literally literally like what how is it so crazy in america why doesn't south africa have that where's pharrell come on pharrell (laughs) but maggie and all the rest of the students there were about six of them were sitting in a room and the song's called alaska Maggie Rogers, Alaska. And she was sitting in the room chatting and, and they're playing their music and Pharrell's giving feedback and the first student goes and he's like, oh, it's a bit pitchy and this is not right. And then Maggie plays her song. And you actually see a look in Pharrell's eyes where he's completely confused. There's confusion. And at the end of him listening to the segment, he goes, am I being punked? <laughs> like, I don't understand. Everything is perfect. It's all just too perfect. And that clip went viral. And then that song came out exactly the way that she had produced it. And it came out. And then her first album came out. And she's now traveling the world. I need Pharrell to hear your music because I kind of feel it's the same. I kind of feel it's the same. I'm putting that out into the universe. For real.
1: That's mad.
0: Yeah, I'll play the song for you just now. That's mad. crazy.
1: I just wanted to touch on what you said earlier about like saying... Uh, the compliment thing So a part of this journey Is also Is it deconstructing Where you let like tell, tell, me, tell me where we're so going And we'll figure what, out the what way. What I'm trying to get at is A part of that journey Is also trying to let go Of the things that no more people feed into, which is like a, oh my God, you're amazing. Oh my God, I love this and that. Because that becomes, for an artist, for me especially, it becomes a things that I search for because of my music. I'll write a song and when I play it for someone, I want them to say it's really good. And that's dangerous because if the person doesn't like it, then I'm stuck with myself going, ah, yeah, I did it wrong. I did like something bad when there are millions of other people who haven't heard that song who couldn't enjoy it. And so... A part of it is also learning to be honest with yourself and, and staying true to, to you. Yeah. Like, I struggle a lot with, like, my confidence in terms of the music aspect of things, not as a person. But in terms of the music, I always look at other people and I'm like, oh, jeez, I'd like to be like them. John, how old you are know. you? I'm... 21,
0: 2022.: So, so John, I'm <laughs> going to tell you this, right? The older you get, the wiser you get and the more experience you have in life. I'm only 35, but I feel like whatever I've been through has helped me become the person I am today. And with a mindset like that, if you can hold on to that, by the time you're 30, 40, 50, you'll be an exceptional artist and you won't let any of that other stuff get to your head. Yeah. I got invited to a really cool event at the end of last year and I was sitting next to John, Dr. John Carney. He's amazing. Like, what? Are you joking? And I was sitting next to him, and he's pretty much the most down-to-earth man I've ever met in my life. Nothing goes to that guy's head. I mean, the awards that he's had, the the things that he's done in life, none of it. He just He's doing what he's doing, and he's a human on a really cool journey, and it's all an adventure, and I think that's really cool. It's a really cool outlook to have on life Mm. so without without making your ego (laughs) get any bigger your last single i'm looking at this now over seven million listeners of your last single. i'm just a boy Uh, did you know that no yeah surprise (sighs) crowd goes wild congratulations (laughs) what Um, (laughs) yeah they they've tallied it up to over seven million listeners on south african radio the footprint that your song has had um,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. That's wild.
0: Um, tell me about that single. How did that
1: come about? Uh, okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about "I'm Just a Boy." Um, you did you write it? <sighs> that he, was also a collab song, and okay. we wrote the song with um Matthew Marinas Reynaldo Zili, and uh, myself. And that I sat with them, and I was telling them the truth it's happened over a period of time where we've sat in the same rooms over whatever music project and they've always gone hey do this like you got this you can carry on am doing like trying to inspire me to continue and it came a point in my life where we were sort of on the same wavelength and I was explaining to them like what I stand for and where I grew up and how I grew up, and how I see things, and I was telling them about how important it is for me to tell that story when I go into the music industry um because it allows me every time I make a song I'll always go back to that song and go, "Am I being true to that guy?" because there's a guy there that I'm chasing, and that's a better that's the better version of me ten years from now, yeah. That
0: is, that's powerful. Uh, You're you're Oprah reincarnated. That's literally something that she would say. I'm not even joking. That is such foresight into the future to go, I'm doing this for a better me. Not tomorrow, not the next day, but 10 years from now.
1: Yeah. That's mad. Yeah, I think, yeah. So it was important because I study a lot of like my favorite artists. I look at how they they live their lives and there are things that s- certain people have done where I'm like, I can't do that. I can't afford to do that because I'm chasing this guy. And this guy's doing really cool things 10 years from now, like really cool things. And it's a nice reminder to be able to go back and say, oh, that's that's him. And even when I write now, I'll always be able to to, to think about it and go, bro. remember, we still have a mission. Mm. So... It could be a pop song that's talking about love. There has to be a hint of thinking past the surface area. Love it. that us. makes sense. Love it. Yeah. So it's very
0: deep. Yeah. I thought yeah. we weren't going to get deep. <laughs> we're, we're going there. Tell me about the writing process. So I've never written a song before. I wouldn't even know where to start. How do you do it? Do you wake up in the morning, make a cup of coffee, sit down and just start writing? Or is there like a process that you have? Do you lock yourself in a room? Do you, is there other people there? What, how do you come about with a song?
1: Oh, I'm so glad I'm talking about this now. Because I've actually been struggling with... Um,
0: writer's block. <laughs> yeah. Ugh, Damn. Yeah, I write for a living, so I know writers ah, like. yeah. I can procrastinate for days.
1: Yeah. Um, do you know that I watched three seasons
0: of Lost sure. instead of getting to a chapter of my book? Like I literally sat down for like, Why five, we do this? For like five days and I just watched Lost because yeah. I was lost. I wasn't finding any hope in any of my writing. But eventually when I got to a certain point, I was like, hold on, you're I've really messing about and yeah. you have a deadline that you need to get
1: to. Yeah, no, I think it's all about uh, inspiration. Like it has to come from somewhere. It could be a beat. Like we could be in studio. Also, I have to be the, I struggle writing songs where someone sends me a beat and I have to write to it because I wasn't there when they were creating because there's an emotion behind every song. When you were making it, you were thinking about a specific thing. It it had a feeling behind it. And I want to be there for that feeling. So, because it it, it helps me. You need to tap into it. Yeah, because it inspires me to have the words to talk about it. Because I'll have my way of explaining that feeling. And the nice thing is that we're in the same room and we can sort of make it work together. But when you send it to me, it's it's hard. It feels like a disconnect because it's like, Mm. ah, I'm trying to tap into your world, but I can't because you're not here with me. But... I think it's, yeah, it's more about, it, it comes from inspiration. Like if there isn't a beat, if someone isn't sending me a beat and I have a song idea, it comes from maybe like I'll listen to a song about love and I'll take a specific part where they said, like I can think of a song right now where someone says something about, I guess I have to look at myself and see that I'm to blame as well. And I'll take that section and I'll keep really repeating it and something comes out of it. Like a whole new melody comes out of it. And I build on that. Otherwise, it just comes to me. It'll come in the form of like a... And then I start playing with that the whole day. And I, I'll i sing it to a producer and say, Dude, can you hear this? And they'll hear it and then we'll re- record it. And then I'll have the backtrack and then I can write to that. But wow. it's there isn't a formula. It is your producer always around? Oh, there's a guy I can call now. <laughs> <laughs> there's a guy I can call now who's... Uh, a part of the team That's
0: exciting
1: Yeah Yeah Before before I record it on my phone And I use That recording on my phone As a guy So I'll keep it there While I'm writing the song Keep going to it And then Once I have the whole thing I shop it to people I'm like Hey I got the song Do you like it? Mm-hmm. And they go Oh yeah Let me produce it And then Boom, it's a song.
0: What is the plan? I, I, hate, I hate this question. I always say this. I love it. But there's always there's always people that want to know what's next. What is the plan? Where are we going? Are you going to release an album? Is it going to be, I don't know, a Beyonce album where it's got uh-huh. a, a good side and a bad side? Are we looking at getting into more theater? Um, what is the plan for John?
1: Imagine we could do a combination of everything you just said.
0: I would love that.
1: That would be amazing, right? I would love where that. Where you could make it theater and like digital. So for me, that's, that's a part of the... See, the reason why I was saying... In the beginning, I was taking it slow. Is because also, I want to do it... Like, when you see the video of Long Road...
0: I have. I cried. It's like... I can't watch it again. I me, did. I cried again.
1: For pers- for me personally, it's like, how am I going to beat that? How am I going to make that? Because Indie Village, did such, such an incredible video um, video to that. Shout out to them. So, it's like, I have to find a way to be better than that. And still tell the the message. So, I'm writing a lot of... Urban songs now for like commercial radio, and I want to be about that but on a different scale with the same motivation as this. You know, same
0: purpose, same authenticity, staying true to yourself, yeah, writing that music that gives people the goosebumps. The goosebumps,
1: yeah. I don't like talking about it a lot because I'm practicing it. I want to do things that haven't been done before, like for instance, for example, I look at a lot of well, not a lot. There are four people that I look of that I aspire to, and do we do we have names for them or is this I'm a top secret? You now. <laughs> um, it'll sort of give you an idea of where I'm trying to go with this and why I started with I'm just a boy into this and how it sort of thing. But people like Michael Jackson, Chris Brown, Beyonce, and Usher, I look at those guys, and it doesn't necessarily have to be the same message that they're giving out. But the same level of intensity love it's, us. it's full on that's that's how I want to I'd like to do it like that way and 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 I'm manifesting it in that level, and I'm training for it to constantly try and be better than the guy this guy you know and that's that's really cool because it's not just a physical thing where it's writing music it happens mentally as well there's a lot of habits that you let go of where you're like that doesn't feed to what i'm trying to get to i have to let that go and it alienates you from a lot of people because people start to think that you're weird it's like why don't you do that and i'm like because i don't think it's cool like yeah. it used to be cool to me but i've, I've moved past that level now so it. i want to do that constantly evolve i want to spread the message of that it's important for you to constantly do that you can't get to a level and go yeah i'm cool it doesn't have to be financial mentally you have to i hate people who think they know it all where it's like yeah i'm finished no we're learning
0: learning every single day yeah it's a a constant
1: journey of of learning and that's what i want to be able to do through through my music and the reason why I've also put pressure on myself of always being honest is that it's therapeutic for me as well. It's my way of speaking, it's my way of having a voice and feeling like I have meaning in the world. And so I want to be able to speak of things that are true. Whether it be about love, even in the music videos, it has to, people have to relate to it. It has to tell a story that people can hold on to and go, ah, yeah. I can get that girl, or I can go for that job, or um, I should probably think about finding peace before I spend a lot of money trying to um, run away from this feeling, or whatever, you know? So, yeah, the goal is to get better.
0: Get better. And <laughs> get keep better. getting better. Keep writing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited that you're not putting out any music uh, for the next couple of days or weeks because <laughs> I'm going to sit and just listen to this song. until you're ready to bring out the next one. And then I might still listen to this song and the next one at the same time. (laughs) I hope so. Again, it's been an absolute honor having you on the show. Thank you so much. And to listening to a bit of your story and a bit about what you are more about. Because when I saw you on stage, I knew you were deep. But I didn't know you were this deep. Uh, And I didn't know... I (laughs) I think you are. I think you're you're an artist to be reckoned with. And I think... um, this might only be your second sing- single, but I think this is the start of something really, really big. And if you can't see it yet, the next couple of days or weeks, to going sure it's going to show you. I saw you on stage and everybody in the audience was blown away. Yeah. And then we wrote a really little article about that song. And everybody who read it felt the same. So, you know, thousands of people can't be wrong. I think keep making the amazing music you do, keep that authenticity, keep your purpose. And if you can't do it by yourself, keep your mates around you that can. Yeah. I found that to be the most humbling wow. thing is oh. when you, when you have friends it's around you where you can literally go, yo, I was in the GQ again. And you got your friend going, bro, you've been in the GQ like four times. Four times no one cares. Bro.
1: I think I've got friends like that. They have just
0: got to keep them around. <laughs> I think I do. Because <laughs> they'll, they'll just keep you at the level that you need to be so you can still keep creating the good music that you do. Yeah. Yeah, it's been an honor having you in studio. Thank
1: you so much, bro. I look
0: forward to bringing you back when you have a new song.
1: Oh, man. I'm going to keep coming back as long as you guys love having me. Yes! (laughs) Um,
0: That's another Good Things Guy jackpot. This time focusing on good music in South Africa. um, Something that we should all be supporting. There's so many good artists doing incredible things in our country. And sometimes we get so lost in those international pop charts that we forget that we've really got incredible talent right here at home um the link to john song is in the bio to this podcast you can go find it there and the music video and all the details you need to download and spotify and do all the things because that's Come the o- that's the only way he gets paid Come on, so the, guys. the more the more times we listen to it the better for him yeah keep shining your lights wishing you guys only good things. That's it. Wishing you only good things. And for more good things, visit www.goodthingsguy.com. Okay? Love you. Bye.